Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 81. Five changes in Cisco Unified Communications Manager version 12.0. Hey everybody, this is Kevin, and on July 23rd, 2018, Cisco rolled out their new version of the CCIA Collaboration Lab. It was version 2.0 of the Collaboration Lab, and the version of Communications Manager used in that lab is 12.0. And even though 12.0 has been out for nearly a year as I record this, I thought this is a good time to go back and revisit what was introduced in version 12.0 because I've actually been installing version 12.0 multiple times in the past week as I'm creating my lab topology for some training I'm going to be doing. And I thought it would be a good reminder to myself as well as to you to take some time and go through some of the big changes in Communications Manager version 12. I'm going to highlight five that really stood out to me in this podcast episode, but I'll include a link in the show notes where you can get a, a comprehensive list of what's new. Number one on my list is support for hybrid deployments. This is where we could have a mixture of call agents. We could have communication manager servers at our local site, maybe in our data center. And we could also be using Cisco's hosted collaboration solution, HCS. That's collaboration in the cloud. And with version 12.0 of Communications Manager, we can operate in both environments. We can have a hybrid deployment. The second big change that I really noticed was the fact that Cisco dropped support for some specific phone models. Now, support for some of these models was discontinued in version 11.5. But here's a listing of phone models that are not supported in version 12.0. There's the Cisco 7970G phone, the 7971G-GE phone, the 7921G, the 12SP Plus, wow, there's a blast from the past, as well as the 30 VIP phone, those two phone models, they actually came over from Cisco's acquisition of Celsius many, many years ago. Also discontinued are the 7902, the 7905, the 7910, the 7910 SW, the 7912, the 7920, and the 7935. So if you have any of those phone models, you might need to consider upgrading those. Number three on my list, which I ran into this past week as I was doing my installs, is smart software licensing. Version 12.0 does not use the traditional product activation key or the pack for licensing. Instead, it relies on Cisco's new approach to licensing, which is called smart software licensing. Here, your licensees are associated with your Cisco account rather than a specific device being licensed. Number four in my list is support for an IPv6 only deployment. Now, this is not a requirement, but if you want to just eliminate IP version 4 altogether with your Unified Communications Manager, you can. You can have it running purely IP version 6. And number five is enforcement of minimum TLS versions. Maybe your company has a security policy that requires a minimum version of transport layer security or TLS to be used between your unified communications devices. In fact, I got a notice just a few weeks ago from some online service saying that the browser being used to access the service had to meet some minimum TLS requirements. Well, we can do that type of thing with Communications Manager version 12. We can specify the minimum version of TLS that can be used. Now, TLS version 1.0 is configured by default, but we can change that minimum to version 1.1 or version 1.2. Now, these are just five big features that really stood out to me. If you want to read a more comprehensive listing, I've included a link in the show notes. I hope you've enjoyed this brief episode as we took a look at five big changes in Communications Manager version 12.0. 
and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm.